All right. Welcome back to the MPU podcast. This is the fourth episode now. I took a little bit of a, uh, uh, not a break, but there was planning and a lot of strategy that went into how I'm going to execute this podcast moving forward. Um, I'm very excited today to bring on two guests, Treshawn Blair and Eddie Strong, two of my collegiate MPU athletes in my program for MPU University. Uh, these two athletes have joined over the past year, and I've been working with them on their one-on-one -on -one digital branding development, uh, helping them with marketing, uh, and now introduced their own NIL merchandise line through Namfito Productions. Thanks, guys, for joining on tonight. I appreciate you guys hopping on, and I'm excited to, to kind of kick this off, man, for the MPU athletes and for the MPU program, man. Thanks for hopping on. No problem. So... Yeah, man. I'm super excited, like I said, uh, to, to get get you guys on and um, give you guys a voice, you know, a little different of a platform now. Um, you know, I transitioned from, you know, how I was doing the media before and a, I'm trying out a remote podcast because I wanted to be able to cover a lot of ground. Um, I wanted to be able to reach more athletes um, and something I'll touch base on later is that that network that I'm creating now is is growing rapidly. Um, we've we've reached athletes as far as Alaska, uh, believe it or not. So um, you know, a little bit back to my athletes here: Treshawn Blair from Bristol Central High School in Bristol, Connecticut, and Eddie Strong from Middletown High School Blue Dragons in Middletown, Connecticut. Uh, appreciate you guys coming on. Um, you know, two athletes in high school that were you know kind of rivals. I mean, they've seen each other a couple times and, you know, it, every time Bristol Central played Middletown, there was always a good game, even back to when I was playing at Middletown High. Um, you know, and I just want to thank you guys for hopping on and, um, you know, go over a little bit about your guys' story, how you've come up uh, through the ranks and what it's looking like for you now transitioning into college um, and going to that next step and playing at the next level. Uh, what the preparations looked like for you guys from here, and but first I want to go over each of your each of your guys' careers a little bit. Um, Trey, man, uh, you know we call him Trey Sean Blair, but he goes by Trey too. Uh, so you know, call him that for the whole podcast. But uh, Trey, man, Bristol Central, you guys gave us a game last year. You know, we I was behind the the lens recording the game, and you know, obviously you were playing a little quarterback. You were doing it all last year, um, and and I know. Uh, Eddie, Eddie got you one time on the, on the, on the clip. I, I, uh, looked it back and saw that too. So, uh, Eddie was doing work at Middletown. So it was, it was cool to see you guys rival off and, you know, what was that like, you know, a career for you, Trey? Um, if you want to take it away, man, tell the, tell the audience, you know, where you're from, a little bit of background on you, positions you played and sports you played. Um, I'm Trey, Trey Blair from Bristol Central. Um, I started playing football when I was four years old uh, for the Bristol Bulldogs and then just played throughout and I fell in love with the game. Um, I also played basketball since I was like six and I started track in high school. And yeah, that Middletown game, that was pretty fun. Me and Eddie had a pretty good rivalry that game and it was definitely a fun game all game. Yeah, that's what's up, man. And, you know, you touched base, multi-sport athlete, um, you know, and Eddie, Eddie was as well. What was, you know, 
what was that like over in Bristol for you being a, a multi-sport athlete and, you know, how were you able to balance all of that, you know, in school and, and what was that like now transitioning into college, like for you, um, you know, having to say goodbye to those sports? Um, it was, it was hard at first, but you definitely get used to it after a while. And it's just your work ethic. If you got the good work ethic, you could do anything. I feel like, and I feel like those three sports are going to help me because like time management and stuff in the future. And I'm a miss. I'm a definitely miss track. Definitely. Yeah, man. You had a unbelievable track season there. Um, you know, for, for quite some time, you, you were number one in the state for, for your respected categories. Right. You know, yeah. at the time, you know, were you thinking about pursuing, you know, college track at all? Yeah, it definitely was. I was going back and forth with my coach a lot and they just said, keep my options open, but football has always been my love. So I went, went with my gut. Hey, I feel that man. Um, you know, going to be a golden bear next year. That's, you know, repping, repping the four, one, three, uh, you know, up there in Springfield, shout out to the G bears, um, yes, you know, sir. former alum for audience that's listening in tonight. Um, you know, played inside linebacker up there's great time. So, um, you know, camp season is no joke, man. And, and I'm excited for you to go through that, uh, with coach LeBeau, great program up there and everything that he's been able to accomplish as a head coach and assistant coach. And, you know, I, I got to see him come up as a coach. So you're really in good hands there, uh, up at Western New England. I'm excited to see that. And we'll go into, into your career, uh, you know, what you're looking to do and whatnot. Um, but I also wanted to introduce uh, Mr. Primetime, Eddie Strong from Middletown, Connecticut. Uh, you know, I wanted to introduce Eddie. Eddie is uh, an athlete of mine that I've worked with for quite some time. Um, a little background to the audience. Eddie was an athlete that I've worked with since second grade. Uh, I was a youth football coach before. Uh, my college career. And, you know, I coached Eddie from second grade all the way through eighth up until he went off to high school. And uh, I knew he was going to be a special player, man. And I knew he had the talent to to play um, <clears throat> from a young age. And, you know, I saw that moving into his high school career and how he progressed. And he finally got there that senior year, man, you had an unbelievable season for the circumstances that you had there and, and the amount of times that you saw the ball. Um, you want to talk a little bit about what your career was like and, you know, the other sports that you did too. What's up, everybody? Um, Eddie Strong here. You know, uh, football, for me, I started playing ball, like, I want to say when I was in second grade. Yeah, second grade, so probably about six or seven. And it's been a journey throughout, throughout all the years. Tried many different positions or whatever. I started started out as an offensive lineman, believe it or not. I was in the trenches a lot more, O-line, outside backer, whatever. And then throughout the years, it progressed, put other things, quarterback for a year or two. But as I got to high school, stuck it out at receiver. And there's there's been growing pains at receiver, but I got it. It clicked for me 10th grade once COVID hit, and I was able to work on my craft and perfect it, came through. After the summertime, made the varsity team, and it's been – it's been smooth ever since. But as far as that, the other other than that, I ran track in the spring, junior, senior year of high school. Made stakes as a sprinter and a, and a high jumper, actually. But, you know, football football was always the one for me. I 
wasn't no wasn't any competition at all. But that's that's all. Yeah, man. Um, it was pretty pretty awesome to see. You know, for those that know my production company, I uh, started working with Middletown High last year, uh, producing a lot of their home game videos, away game videos, uh, doing like the content production and. You know, seeing you kind of take off last year was awesome, man. Like uh, being a part of that process, giving you that screen time that you deserve, man. Um, you know, and and what you were able to do to get to college. You know, that road. I knew it was a bumpy road for you to 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 really navigate that process, and I knew there was a lot of stress there. Uh, but seeing you navigate that process was awesome, and getting to get seeing you get to that point. You know, I was glad that I had a hand in in that story and just helping you kind of think about things from a different perspective and and getting that time to really just hone in on you know playing ball at the next level because that's you know what you told me from day one was your goal right and um i saw a lot of similarities with you trey like um and that's why i was excited to bring you on uh to this program uh, for mp university it's um I think what we're building here is growing and it's going to be growing for, for years to come. Um, you know, I've got a very, very long-term mindset with this program. Um, you know, you guys being the front runners of that story, um, while building your own story through the program. Right. Um, and you know, there was a couple podcasts that I, I, I looked back on and I, I was, you know, just really trying to put my finger on it. Like what I was doing right like what i was doing right what i was doing wrong for the program and that's why you know i took this past month and a half or so to really kind of map out how i wanted to continue this podcast and what type of media source i wanted it to be for athletes right something enjoyable to listen to for the average user but also something that athletes can take something from right and and how i incorporated that into the program was putting an emphasis on college guys like yourself like right at that senior year going into you know freshman year of college giving you guys an opportunity to now you know put work into a merchandise line where you can make money um you know was was important to me being a former college athlete i understood the the aches and pains of you know, all, you know not having a lot of money at school and just you know having a having a grind work my ass off and you know to to make ends meet and you know have fun on the weekends and all that. But I really wanted to put a program that just was full suited, helped the athlete get to college and help the athlete, you know, navigate that process. Um, and I know Trey, you kind of came on a little bit later in that process. Um, you know, you had already, I believe you had already committed for West New England when you joined. Yeah. Right. Um, and I knew that, <clears throat> you know, I was starting the whole NIL sort of merchandise line and i wanted to give you guys that opportunity first and and um so yeah you know now that speaking on that topic of just nil and and the the way it's changed the games you both have uh taken advantage of working with a couple different companies um i wanted to give you guys a chance to talk a little bit about how that process went for you um you work with refend i i believe right refend or um yeah yeah, and how'd you guys source that out for yourselves and and what was the pro what's the process like for you as far as those companies go? well the process for me it was it was kind of easy for me it was i 
I saw an ad for a sponsorship, actually. It was like they said they were looking for ambassadors, I believe. And then I just shot my shot with the company because I'm like, okay, I'm marketable for them. I'm an athlete. So I did. I asked them if I was uh, eligible for their um, ambassador role. And they were telling me, yeah, you can. But they were giving me all the rundown. And looking at it now, I probably should have done a little bit more reading into it. But it was just one DM and they got back to me and it happened from there. Yeah, that was pretty much the same thing for me. I saw the little ad on Instagram. I DM'd them because I thought I would be a pretty good advertisement for them. And they hit me back with all the details and it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, so like working out those types of deals now is is really what you know I'm also here for is to help coach you kind of through those deals, right? Like you're gonna have you know, no matter what your story is, as you develop in college, you're going to have companies trying to reach out to you all the time. Right. And part of the reason why I'm happy you guys are, you know, in my collegiate program is you're going to get to work with a company who is in your corner from day one. Right. And, you know, I will take no profits from whatever shirts you guys sell. And that is, that's just me being, you know, I don't need my merchandise line to succeed with my company. I wanted to have that there as an asset, right? So I, we talk a lot about building a culture with, with our program. Right. And I think that is, that speaks to the program is that I really want to try and put a hundred percent back into you guys. Not, I don't want to take from what you guys bring to, you know, the table as a college athlete. Right. Um, and you know, that, that was something that I developed on my own. Um, you know, and, and, I could have taken a percentage because it's, you know, my merchandise line, but there's no need for me. You know, you guys are part of the program. It's your story. Um, and we're building that together. Right. Um, you know, obviously the, the process for you guys was, was pretty long, right? Uh, Eddie, um, we'll start with you, man. Talk a little bit about what that final senior year was like coming out of Middletown for you. Um, in, in, you know, as the process went on, the co coaches and colleges you talked to, you know, speak a little bit about, about what that was like for you. Coming out of senior year in high school, boy, it was it was rough. It was rough. Um, the main way I got recruited coming out of high school was really through Twitter. Uh, I started during the season a little bit. I would say, no, actually, after our first scrimmage versus Bristol East, and this was, I think, September 1st. So after that, I had like 140 yards to touchdown. So I was like, you know what, let me just send this out to coaches or whatever. So yeah, after I took those few visits, the coaching, the coaches, they just, I guess they just stopped reaching out. So at that point, I was like, okay, it's do or die time. You know, it's either you send your tape out to everyone and see what they say, or you just pick from the options you have. So I just started sending my tape out to everyone I could find, whoever was looking for receivers, and uh, plenty of schools got back to me. That's really yeah, and you know that's that you know after you were doing that, you, you know that was something that I was kind of preaching through the program is Twitter, 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 man. Twitter is your best friend, and uh, as far as the recruiting process goes, um, and there is some stuff we'll talk about now uh, that is very informational or, or very informative for uh, the audience listening. Um, 
But first, Trey, what, what, you kind of had a similar process to that, right? What was it like for you, and uh, how'd you go about getting recruited from WNE? Um, so my recruiting process started probably the summer before my senior year. So like the end of junior year, I went to a few camps. I went to like uh, the Bone Camp and like a few other camps to try to get my name out there. I thought I did pretty good. And then I started reaching out to coaches like Eddie did on Twitter, started sending them to my tape and stuff, waiting for them to get back. And like he said, a lot of coaches weren't really looking for receivers or like the type of player that I was. So I just waited for the right school to hit me back. Yeah, and, and you got recruited to WNE for corner, right? Yeah, for DB. DB, okay. And Eddie, you, you're recruited for a wide receiver too? Uh, yes, I did get recruited for receiver. Nice. So, yeah, you know, navigating that, you guys were, you know, playing both sides of the ball. Um, did Trey, at any point, were you getting recruited for uh, for quarterback or not really? No, uh, not really. They were trying to put me at like running back and stuff. I might play a little bit of running back at WNE. Nice. Yeah, if, uh, Trey. Also, if you could like tilt your camera down a little bit, there we go. Just for clip purposes. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. I mean, <clears throat> navigating that process for me coming out of high school, I was you know I was a fullback and a inside linebacker. I knew I liked inside linebacker more, you know. Um, but that was I, I did get, you know, a couple different schools that were trying to recruit for fullback and halfback, whatever. Um, so kind of navigating that process initially, I didn't really know what I wanted to go in into college playing. Uh, so, you know, that's where I was coming from with that. But the what I did want to touch base on um, that I feel is very informational um, and informative uh, is there is a new uh, Twitter setting that. I'm not sure if you guys are aware yet, aware of yet, but um, Twitter has a new setting in your DMs that it locks it to where only verified accounts could DM you. So for recruits that are listening to this, for high school recruits, for even guys still looking, navigating that process, um, a coach may not be able to reach out to you now because of the new settings on Twitter. So to navigate that, you got to go into your settings and switch it back to everybody um, that can DM you. So just want to get out that on the line, but not sure if you guys are still hearing from coaches in any capacity. But yeah, I mean, you guys are well along on the process now. But so, yeah, you know, you guys are going off to college. Um, you know, Trey, when do you leave? August 9th. August 9th. So, that's in that's in a couple weeks, man. What about you, Eddie? August 2nd. Damn. That so that's that's real soon. That's real soon. You guys are ready to go. So, what has this process been like for you both? Um, you know, this off season. How have you guys attacked the workouts? Are you guys working with anybody? Um, what has that been like for you? Well, I've been been working out with Coach Dean at Core Four. My guy, Coach Dean. I'm not sure if all our viewers know him. My guy, Kevin Dean. Um, him, a few older colleagues of mine, Dario Highsmith, Tyshawn, James, Justin McMillan, 
uh, De'Aaron Lawrence, we all get out together to the field, whatever, work on some receiver things. And then that's about it. Work, work in both, work in the weight room and the actual craft. So well, I'm, what more can I say? That's it, man. That's that's good. I mean, all those guys that you named there, um, the audience that is listening probably does know who Coach Dean is because of the podcast that I did previously with him. Uh, but if you don't, he is the core four trainer, uh, trainer at Middletown High. Um, Tyshawn James was also on the podcast. He was the first episode. So you got a lot of good guys in your corner. Um, but Trey, man, over there in Bristol, what, do, what have you been doing? Have you been uh, working with any trainers or anything like that lately? Uh, I've been hitting the field a little bit, like when I could, um, working on footwork drills and stuff and coverages. Um, I hit the field a few times with Victor Rosa for the viewers that know him from Bristol. And um, I've been in the weight room every day, just trying to get bigger. Yeah, man. Um, Victor Rosa, quite an athlete over there at UConn. Uh, his brother, uh, Nate Rosa, who is uh, at Nate Shottam, his um, former teammate of mine, played up at Western New England with me. Uh, kids got great media, too. Um, I'm actually going to probably reach out to him for this episode to, uh, you know, see if he has any footage from that game that he took for you. Or if you have any footage, you know, in between you guys talking, I want to put throw that throw little clips in there. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Eddie, you know, I was this year working with him a little bit on his media. Um, but Trey, like over over there in Bristol, like other than Nate, did you guys have anybody like really kind of in your corner helping you guys with like media stuff and how that kind of went? Um, we really just had Nate, but there was a few kids in our school that started uh, like recording us, and like our basketball team and stuff like that just for fun. But they did pretty good. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you guys kind of see now, like, probably from an outside perspective looking in, like, how different the industry, even since, like, when you guys started high school, how it is now. And, like, um, you know, did that have a factor at all into, you know, when you were looking at some schools, like, when you were looking, like, how how they market their players, you know, what, what attracted you, Eddie, to Missouri Valley and uh, Trey, what attracted you to Western New England as far as what you saw? Um, I'm not sure if – well, actually, no, I take that back. I was going to say I'm not sure if the media got, like, any of my attention because I actually do know a camera a camera woman down there. She's going to be getting some nice pictures of me at my games or, or whatnot. But it was really the coaches that got me to go to the school. It wasn't necessarily, like – what they had put out for their players. I'll say mine, like kind of the same. It was the coaches, but it was also when I went up for visits, the players made me feel like a part of the team already. Like, and they made me feel like a family already there. And I wasn't even a part of the team. Yeah, that's definitely huge. I mean, when you go onto a campus and you feel that family aspect, like, um, you know, Eddie, what was it like for you, you know, Missouri Valley? It's, it's far, right? Um, you know, did they sort of feel that? Did you feel that same sort of family aspect when talking to the coaches? And have you connected with any of the guys down there in Missouri? Um, Honestly, yeah, it, it was. It was easy for me. It was like 
a lot of the guys that I had talked to from the school already, they just welcomed me in right away. I think his name was David. Yeah, his name was David. I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name, but he definitely gave me some some good advice about going to the school and then the coaches. Shout out my guy, Coach Sergio Allen. He recruited me. He he made it easy for me to get acquainted to everything. And everyone else I know, all the transfers coming in, they're, they're also pretty welcoming as well. My roommate, who was another receiver, me and him, it's, we're like this already. We, I didn't even met dude yet, so... You know, it's just going to progress. Yeah, that's a good thing, man. Like, Trey, what, what was it like for you, you know, as far as the guys go? Have you found a roommate for college yet? And um, is he playing football at all? Or Yeah, I'm with another football player. Nice. Um, another offensive player. I don't know his position yet, but we've been in the group chats talking a lot. And I've been getting to know all the freshmen, all the incoming freshmen with me. Yeah, so um, – you know, speaking to the staff there at Western New England, um, Coach Connor Dunn. Um, not sure if you've met him yet. He yeah. was my former roommate, so he uh, he he's doing a good job up there. And you know, seeing him progress, he played at South Windsor High School. Me and him were rivals back in high school, and then going into college, we were freshman year roommates, and it was pretty crazy, man. Like going into it, and like then we played ball, and it was like it was awesome, dude. So like. Take the take every minute that you have and really try to make, you know, those friendships while you're young and in and, and your freshman year. Um, you know, there's definitely a lot of distractions that you're gonna see. Um, and coming from me as 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 a life coach too, like it's okay to have fun. Like there's such a stigma around college athletes and having to be so straight into the narrow, but have fun, man. Like enjoy the time there, you know, make real relationships. That's what I'm trying to focus on now with this program is making those real connections, making those real networking opportunities happen for you guys. Um, and, you know, I don't know if you guys feel that yet, but I'm really trying to emphasize on that as, as we go through with you guys and as we send you off to college, because, you know, ultimately your guys role in this program is going to increase as you go. Um, as far as mentorship goes, helping guys that were just like you navigate the recruiting process, talking to guys in high school that may be thinking about, okay, do I want to play D1 or D2 or D3 ball? Do I want to go NAIA? Should I go prep? Right. There's so many things to do. Um, and another part of what I wanted to talk about was your guys' goals for the next year, right? Um, Trey, you know, going to Western New England, you know, what's your year one goal? Where do you see yourself on that team? Um, you know, what kind of work ethic are you going to have coming into this season? Yeah, I'm trying to go into camp gunning, gunning for everybody. I'm coming for I'm coming from the starting spot. I'm trying to outwork everybody. I always had that work ethic and I'm going to keep it. Yeah, man, absolutely. I think – I could see it, you know, I could see how dedicated you are. You're putting the work in, um, you know, when no one's watching. So it's going to be really interesting. And um, me and me and Nate Shottam have been talking quite a bit. Um, we have some we have some things in the works that I think you guys up at Western New England are going to like a lot this year. So um, we have some cool ideas that we're going to propose uh, potentially working and collaborating together. 
um, and making making some content. So um, I think Western New England would be a great place to start, right? Um, yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see you take off there, man. And so um, Eddie, what are you thinking for Missouri? How you how you feeling right now? How's the body feeling? And what's your goal for for year one? My goal for year one, honestly, I don't want to. I don't want to get ahead of myself. But besides playing, because I know there's not going to be that many receivers better than me. Even if even if everyone was the top, I just we're gonna get there. We're gonna wrap it up. But anyways, I want to get as much film, quality film, as I can, so I can you know have the option to maybe seek other other routes maybe I want to transfer to a bigger school after year one or maybe even year two. So I want to keep that open for myself. But yeah. that's good to go. Yeah, man. I mean, especially this past year, I'm sure you guys saw how big the transfer portal was and the level of talent that was coming out. Like um, you know, we could we could thank the other Mr. Primetime for that. I would say he had a big hand in in why the portal was so crazy this year but it really opened up so many opportunities for athletes to pursue something after that first year right they they proved themselves maybe on a special team or they were working their butt off at a college and now they got something bigger right a lot of guys from alabama transferring out and they're going other uh, you know elsewhere um there's so many new opportunities for athletes to 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 really have an impact um, and the portal really helps with that. So I'm a big, I'm a big portal guy, right? Like as far as like marketing goes, if you feel you have the talent to play at the next level, go for it, you know? And, and I don't know, you know, Trey, like, obviously you, you got some work to do at Western New England, but you know, I played with guys at Western New England, that guy went to Duke that I know who's a lineman there right now. Um, another receiver I played with went to Villanova, um, and, you know, even we had a safety go to the CFL, played on the Calgary Stampeders. Shout out Bailey Devine Scott. Um, and shout out to Jameer Sabrinus, who was NFL free agent for a while. Um, you know, a lot of guys that at the D3 level, you're going to see good football, man. Like, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be the first to tell you, you know, we were the last team to do it 2019. We won our fifth championship in a row. But the level of football at D3 is is very, very good football. We played the following season. We played Stetson University at D1 AA school down south. And yeah, they they beat us by like 21 points, but we kept it a ball game with a D1 AA school. So that that tells you right there that the level of talent, it, it's there, you know, and, and that's, that's D3 football. Um, and Eddie, Missouri Valley, it's a D2 or is it NAIA? It's an NAIA school. Right. So you technically don't use NCAA eligibility through that, correct? I believe not. Honestly, I'm not sure. That's I, I believe you don't use NCAA eligibility because it's not in the NCAA. Or NCAA. So, again, opportunities come and go. And I think this is a great opportunity for you to just go play ball, right? Get your GPA up and, and have it be at a standpoint, the both of you have it be at a standpoint where you do have options, right? Like no matter what happens next year, you guys are going to go do your thing. Um, and I'm excited to see you guys propel, man. Um, you know, I, I, I like to ask about the future goals and all that, but 
Do you have any advice for up and coming athletes that might be listening to this right now that are going through the recruiting process and looking to get to the next level? Sorry about that. I would say just follow your gut and always, always keep that work ethic. Like if you think you could outwork that person, you could. So do it. Just always, always stick to your gut. Yeah, that's what I would say. What about you, Eddie? Uh, the most advice I can give is take it seriously from a younger age. For my younger audience and for maybe a junior or senior, I say get in huddle. Make sure you get all of your film together. Make sure you get everything right. And then definitely put in the time where the coaches aren't with you or nobody's around. Put in those extra hours. This this It doesn't come easy. Yeah, man. I mean, being a former athlete myself, I'll tell you right now that huddle's huge. Get in the playbook. Um, that was something that I learned very quickly at Western New England was the playbook was everything. And you could be the greatest athlete in the world. And if you don't know the playbook, then you're not going to play. And that's just how it was, you know, and, and but there's always opportunity to play on like special teams and stuff like that. But um, really dial in and, and learn from a young age, take advice, be like a sponge, right? Something that I'm trying to preach to you guys about building this culture is being acceptive to new knowledge and and learning and being able to be someone who's coachable. Um, and I think that that will help you progress as you guys go. And um, I'm excited to help you guys create this story for yourself, man. You know, it's it's not it wouldn't be my story without you guys. Right. And. I've said that since day one, this is a lot bigger than me, you know, and, and having you guys be a part of this program, I'm super excited to have you take on this leadership role as a collegiate athlete in the MPU program. Um, and I'm excited to see you guys grow, man. I want to help you guys make money. I want to help you guys make, you know, deals and help you move in a, in a right direction for yourself, for your future. And, um, I think you guys are, are going to be the forefront of a lot of, great football to come in so i'm excited to see you guys do that but other than that that rivalry let's let's touch base real quick on that um because we kind of got off topic there a little bit about nil and all that stuff <clears throat> you guys faced each other what twice or three times in your career once through football twice in track yeah so there was always that rivalry a little bit right like no matter where you were seeing each other uh you know, what was it like in football and then compare that to track? Like, what was that like um, facing each other in football? You know, it's crazy. Uh, uh, so it was it was really intense for football, I would say, because for week of BC, I remember all week we were talking about number one. Talking about number one is I like, got to stop one if we want to win the game. So, you know, my boy Trey, number one. So it was it wasn't it wasn't any debate about it. He was he was the X Factor player on his side of the ball. So wherever he was at, I needed to know where he was at every play. So definitely when the game came, it was just like we was going to get out there and compete. That's what it was all about. Not facts. That week leading up, it was all about number seven. It was just Eddie, Eddie, Eddie at practice. So 
I was on I was the best corner on the team, so I had to always guard him. And that's when I was playing corner junior. Yeah, I was playing corner like halfway through the season and I switched to safety. So I was playing corner against him and that's when he put that little touchdown against me, that little one clip. Yeah, the one clip that now you're now your marketing guy guy was the guy that put that out. Oh man. Nah, it was a good it was a good catch. And I mean, honestly, like it was a toe tap. He, he got you one play, but uh nah, yeah, it was definitely a good catch. Yeah, it was a good catch. But um it was cool seeing that kind of rivalry play out. What was the difference like in track? Did you you guys didn't compete in the same events, right? Or uh, sort of, kind of high jump, but it really okay. wasn't a c- competition for real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, the, the jumper that that was my stuff. He got it in the running. Yeah. I didn't really run. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, 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 man. I mean that that was cool too. I mean, I got to go to that last track meet that you guys had, that invitation on Middletown High, and uh, I got there a little late because I was doing a podcast that day, but I wish, you know, I wish I had got there a little earlier to see some stuff. But um, yeah, man, I think it's cool that now you guys get to support each other, right? Like for so long, um, you know, you guys were rivals and it was always a game plan to be against each other, right? What has it been like for you guys being a part of the MPU program now? having to kind of take that role of putting those rivalries aside. It's been cool because, like, even in track when we would see each other, it's just it's like it's like a brotherhood now. We're a family. So we would, we would talk, we would do everything, but then when it's time to compete, we compete, and then we're back to brotherhood. So I feel like the rivalry, I'm going to miss it, but it's good to move forward. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna miss the competition, but nah, for sure. Once once football ended, it was once actually. Not matter of fact, once Trey signed on to be the MP athlete with us, it was over with. I mean, definitely was like family. So, real smooth from there. Yeah, man, it's it's been cool to see you guys come together in um, under this community now. Like, I got so many plans for this program um, over the next five years as you guys progress throughout your college career um you know some things that i've got in the work right now i'm working on an application um i'm trying to get you guys a platform that will allow you to communicate under one centralized platform um outside of the group chats that we have um i'm trying to enhance the np university aspect of it so once we start you know making more instructional videos as you guys take on that role in college you know, the plan is to do more stuff with you guys. So you guys kind of take on that mentorship, that leadership role, um, because I feel like you guys got the right heads on. You're you're striving for success. And I think that you guys will make great role models for other kids that are trying to come up and go through the same process. Um, and I'm trying to encourage that um, and trying to keep those long term relationships through my NIL line. Right. Like that's all a part of being a collegiate mpu athlete now is you guys get that merchandise line that 100 percent of the profits are going back to you i don't i don't benefit from that i you know i pay the cost and you guys get the difference in profits so it's you know that's that's perfect for me to have you guys advocate and be a part of the program gives you guys incentive you know you sell one shirt 
you get your membership for NPU free for that month, right? Like that's kind of how I have it set up. So it's like you really put in what you get, you know, and say you say you go viral for a clip that you get at school and boom, you got a hundred hundred sales boom, you're making a thousand dollars, right? Like it's as easy as that in the, in the social media world that we live in today. So it's like, once this program really gets to where I want it to be, right? Like I've got goals. I've, you know, hit my 10 at 10 MPU athlete goal. I've got three of you guys, um, fully committed to university. Um, you two, and we have one that we're announcing very, very, very soon. Uh, I, I don't want to release it on, on the MPU podcast because I want him to have the opportunity to announce and, uh, announce his commitment. Um, but I'm super excited. We got two people going to prep school, Kaya Skeen and Chili White. Chili White is going to one of the top prep schools in the country. Um, their big 10 schools are there at their practices. They've got crazy. It's crazy. Um, Kaya is going to Putnam Academy down there in uh, Putnam and she's Putnam, Connecticut. She's got a brand new uh, coach that's coming on from the WNBA. Um, and then we've got five high school athletes right now, all getting athlete, you know, looks from Brown University, from URI, from UConn, from, you know, when we're, we're building that, that program that camaraderie now right so as you guys grow with your media and grow with your brand of football and however you guys navigate it you're going to be a part of a program that there's other athletes just like you grinding who are you know going to take on that same mentorship so it's going to be it's almost there right like i'm grinding to make this thing work for you guys because i know We've got good foundations. We've got good guys on board and girl soon to be more girls as well. Um, we reached Alaska. I know I touched point. I touched base on that earlier. Uh, a kid from Anchorage, Alaska hit me up, was like, I want to be a part of the brand, you know, and, and we're still kind of sorting through all of the kind of criteria that I kind of sort out beforehand, reaching guys down in. Pennsylvania, reaching guys down in Florida, um, athletes in California, even. So it's, it's really, really taking off now. Um, we're almost to that point where you guys are going to be, you know, obviously developing and at school and, and working hard, but you guys are going to take that mentorship. Like I've kind of been talking about is, you know, every once a month, you know, we're going to hop on a call have our networking session whenever it could be. Um, and, and my goal is to just keep building you guys up. And a part of that tonight was kind of getting the story of Eddie strong, the story of Treshawn Blair, uh, out to the world. So, um, no, I, I thank you guys for hopping on, dude. That was, I think that was, that was pretty good. It was cool to, to get to hear a little bit more behind the, the story of TB one and E seven, man. Thanks. So, yeah, man, uh, that pretty much wraps it up. Is there anything that you guys want to get off your chest or, or tell the audience here tonight that's listening? Not that anything that comes to mind for real. I mean, actually, no, nah, I'd say, like I said earlier, get in the gym, get on the field hours upon hours upon hours, extra work. Yes, yeah, start putting extra work now. 
Because it'll pay off, man. It'll pay off. Definitely will. Well, that was good, man. That was episode four of the MPU podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Nanfito Productions, LLC. Uh, We introduced a lot of things tonight. Uh, MP University just introduced its NPU NIL merch line uh, with Trey Sean Blair and Eddie Strong uh, from Bristol, Connecticut and Middletown, Connecticut. Um, I'm on a mission, man, to provide media and be a source and a resource for people in the Northeast and all over the country to have their story heard. Uh, And I think that this podcast, the way I have the format set up now, I think that opportunity is there. So I thank you guys for hopping on. And uh, yeah, that was good, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jay. No doubt.